0: We wanted a way that agents could hone their craft and be a part of a larger community, get the resources they need and information they need to know. We cover relevant topics in the industry that'll help you close more sales. We talk to top producers and industry leaders to share knowledge and best practices from around the country. So if you wanna make more sales, then listen up because we're dropping gold. All right. Hey guys, it's Eric with Medicare Supplement University here with the Medicare coach, Justin Brock. And you know, Justin and I were talking on the phone here, which we do quite often. And uh, we were talking about something that I think we wanted to address with everybody, um, especially if you're getting into Facebook lead advertising, uh, if you're getting into telemarketing uh, or any any other, I guess, venue of lead generation that you can think of. It ultimately all is the same, but you know justin and i we we quite quite frequently talk about how with facebook lead advertising um the leads are quality right but one thing that i think stood out today that i that i was talking about with justin is that a lot of agents think that the word quality is synonymous with laydown like because it's quality it's going to have a you know a 60% chance or more of closing and that's just not reality, you know, so so I, I wanted to get Justin on here and, and, you know, so everybody can hear this from us about, you know, what we believe is a quality lead. What what does that definition mean to us? So, so why don't you tell them what you think it is, Justin? All right. Can
1: you hear me good? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like what we were talking about and, and it just kind of gets me fired up because you know i in my closing ratio on the absolute best leads you know even when i'm calling them personally and i think i can do a really good job at it i would think 15 to 20% would just be like out of out of this world you know oh, yeah. if i hit 30% on bad leads i would think that would be like heaven sent like god gave them to me cuz he felt bad for me or something you know <laughs> but uh, you know it just it's just not not the way other people think and and a, a lot of agents and that's not to be insulting, but a lot of agents are really cheap. So when they invest in something, they want to see it, you know, back tenfold, you know, tomorrow. And when you get leads, that's just not the way it is. It doesn't matter if I'm cultivating them myself, if I'm buying them from someone else, it is a, it's an investment. Now I'll tell you one thing, investing in at least decent leads and learning how to close them is the best investment you can make. I, I've never in, like put money in a 401k or an IRA or a SEP or something and thought, "Wow, this is doing really good." But I've invested in leads and then over time felt that residual build up and been like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" You know. Yeah. Uh, but it does take time to, to feel that residual. You know, if you're investing those leads, day one it's kind of hard. It's like we were doing the math on it. You know trying to figure out how we could help more people get leads and make it worth our time too. Cause it is hard to cultivate leads. But if I am, you know, if, if, if I'm trying to get an agent saying, Hey, you know, it costs me this much for you to hire me to cultivate your leads. And then it costs this much ad spend. Let's say I think we were coming up with like total cost to get leads 2000 a month and a typical closing ratio for the leads we can get we're thinking that first month you're going to create a first year revenue stream of about 3,500 for 2000. Well, if you tell me, Hey, I'll give me $2,000. or you, if I say, Eric, give me $2,000. Um, and I'll give you 3,500 back. You're going to be like, yeah, shit, no, I'll do that. <laughs> Thing was, <No>. you know, <laughs> MedSup, yeah, exactly. And with med though, you're having to wait for that residual. You even if you're getting a six or nine month advance, you're going to maybe make your money back. So somebody that thinks, okay, I'm going to invest 2000 in leads. I'm going to close them now and I'm going to be living off that money. You can't, I mean, cause you might can live off a couple hundred bucks of it, you know, here, but you can't live off that money. That money is you're stuffing yourself for a, a later residual income. Yeah. A year down the road you'll figure out what I'm talking about because month 13, 14, 15, 16, you start to feel that, that building, you know, thing. And then you're like, wow, this is what people are talking about. I'm getting paid and I'm not doing anything. But you're only going to feel that if you're working your ass off now and not worrying about it until later. And I think, I think Um, this is why when we, Oh, I was just gonna say, I think that there's,
0: there's, there's two ways that, that you can soften that blow. Right. The first way is you need to be working possibly uh, another full time job and you're building up insurance on the side or you need to get very well versed in multiple products so that with that one lead that you're getting, you have a much higher chance at closing something else with them or maybe even multiple products, which will give you a higher return per lead. You know, and like so us as you know, maybe in a call center, you know, that's absolutely what we're all trained on here because we need to make an attempt to make multiple sales with every person we take um, or we need to have at least multiple things we can talk about so we can have the highest chance at making a sale with somebody or multiple sales. And I know that Justin is supremely good at this. He's, you know, you see him post all the time with Medicare coach, like, Hey, today I closed this, 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 and this, you know, and, and, and some of those are, you're closing one client with multiple products. You know, it, it's a great way to get a return, a better return on the yeah. leads you're investing in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's something that I'm I'm hoping to um, people hear more like, you know, in the future from us and then at like 8% nation and places like that to how to increase the value of the client. And a lot of people immediately for some reason think, yeah, annuities. No, annuities are going to be like two and far between. In them, yeah. And this. it's great when you can do one, you know, but increasing the value of the client. And, and a lot of those people that think that way are final expense agents because they think, okay, final expense, final expense, final expense, ooh, an annuity. But when you think like us, you're brought up on the med sup bread and butter. You're thinking, ooh, dental, you know, ooh, and these are this easy add ons, easy. Uh, oh, our uh, hospital indemnity with an MAPD, or uh, you know, and these are increasing. You know, that is now money because yeah. if I'm in, for me, the add on the increased value would include final expense. You know, final expense would not be something I'd go after. I'd be going after the Medicare now. That's my primary focus. And then I would make it my life's mission to sell them something else so that I can eat tonight. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know that's, that would be my focus. Um, because in because if you're focusing on the final expense now, 12 months from now, you're not going to know what I'm talking about with the 13 month, 14 month, 15 month renewal. You're not going to know what it's like to, you know, a year and a half down the road of working your ass off, take a month off and still have, a paycheck just like you've been used to, you know, for the last year and a half come in without you even, you could take the whole month off if you wanted to and do that. Not that I would encourage that keep on freaking writing and get it to where you can take a whole damn rest of your life off one day. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's, that's just, that's just, you know, anyway, that's kind of flipping the script but when you're talking about, you know, the way to do this, it's, it's increasing the value per client, so that you can spend enough on leads to develop a big book. There are people out there with call centers that are not even breaking even in the first two years because oh. of how much money they're investing in staff, office, leads, home systems, all that. But you know what they know about MedSA? They're paying for six years and then still paying some after that. Yeah, you're so even You're you Start in, that cycle again. Right. And so people that don't understand that, think about it, guys. It's numbers. It's all it is, is a numbers game. I'm not breaking even if, if you're walking out of your house and you're not breaking even right now because you're, you know, I, I think that people think that they're supposed to be able to break even in like, six days you know <laughs> like, i mean they're not even collecting like the first as earned month and they're like oh this isn't hardly paying anything and so they won't focus on med suck because they're like oh i have a a local agent that had told a friend of ours oh you don't really want to deal in the health and medicare side unless it's to cultivate more life leads mm-hmm. and i've had other agents that told me that and then when i sit down and I do the math with them i'm yeah. like you tell me who's making the most money Is it, is it, you know, you tell me who the life agents that are making the most money are the ones that have built the pyramid and they're sitting at the top of it, you know, um, the Medicare agents are, they could build the pyramid and then they could burn the whole damn thing down and go home if they wanted to. And they're still making money for you. you And that's completely different.
0: That's why, you know, and and that's why I, I wanted to come, I came up that tagline that you see on the university that it's, it's the, the security of a salary with the freedom of an entrepreneur right? This is a business. If you're an insurance agent, an independent insurance agent, you're you're a business, right? You get 1099, you're earning commissions, no one's taxing you until the government asks for it at the end of the year. Um, you know, you're a business. So as a business, you do have to spend money to make money. You know, that old adage is around for, for a reason, because it's the truth. You got to spend money to make money. And so, like to your point earlier, you know, we were talking about, well, if, any, if somebody came to me and said, look, if you put in 2000, you're going to get 3500. Once you once you're in that position, you know a couple years down the road after hustling and writing a lot of meds up apps and building up that residual, you'll be at that point where you look at that 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 proposition and you're just like, damn, that's a good proposition. I'm on it I'm for sure. I'm going to jump on it. You know, um, but but that's really the key is that you gotta you gotta first understand that if you're gonna work a lead of any kind, okay. When we use the word quality, quality is not synonymous with laydown. There are no lay, there's the, the only laydown leads are the people who are waiting to the last minute, call an insurance company and say, Hey, I need insurance. And then insurance company doesn't have an inside sales force. So they send it to a brokerage. Okay. That's a laydown lead yeah. outside of that. If you got yeah. someone to talk to, you're going to have to still make some sale. You're still going to have to do a good job servicing the consumer yeah. in order to work for it. You're going to work for it. So, you know, so just because we say it's quality, we just mean that it's quality because the people want to actually get information about the product, but it's still going to be our job to actually make the sale. Right. I mean, do you agree, Justin?
1: By quality, all I expect is somebody that actually subscribed in some way to what they, what They, the people that I'm buying it from, said that they did, and uh, and then I also want them in my target age group. That's all I care about. If it's a 66 year old that said, "Yeah, I saw that video, but still a good lead." Yeah, you're you're about to get closed by me. (laughs) Yeah, you saw that video, but what? (laughs) <laughs> because outside of,
0: outside of them being on Medicaid, and again, if you're, if you're doing a local, a local ad campaign, even if they're, on, if they're on Medicaid, you have an opportunity to go sell a dual eligible plan. But if you're selling over the phone or if you're selling outside of your state, outside of them being on Medicaid and really financially not being able to do much, you can still talk to low-income people, high-income people, mid-range people. It doesn't matter, you know, all that matters is that they're in the age bracket you're looking at, and then if you have multiple products you can talk about from Final Expense, Dental Vision, Hearing, Cancer, MedSup, Medicare Advantage, you have something that you can do with that lead, which is why it's important to have a, a good a variety of products that you can talk about when you're on the phone with somebody. It gives you just a better chance at making something out of that lead you purchased. So anyway, I think that's what we wanted to talk about. You know, we just wanted to make it, it went a little longer than we thought, but we just wanted to talk about that. Put it out there. Give us comments. Let us know what you think. You know, um, we'd be more than happy. We're going to share this on our groups and just, uh, you know, look forward to hearing what you guys think, right? Give us a thumbs up if you think we suck. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get tons of thumbs. (laughs) All right, guys. <laughs> Until the next video, we'll talk. We'll see you guys soon.